0: Hey guys, Jess from Your Move podcast. Now, um, we also run Mums Making Moves and this podcast was especially recorded for our Mums Making Move group tribe. And um, today we had Mel Brandt come on. I'm super excited about having Mel on. I've been following her journey for a little while now and she has gone from single mom of two girls to still being a single mom of two girls. But creating an extraordinary life for herself online she went from building her own online business and now she helps other people build their businesses their brand content their assets everything like that who they are their websites everything and she does it with authenticity she's genuine and she really just wants to help women level up so so excited to be able to talk to her today make sure you tune in listen up if you love what she's doing and you want to you want to talk to her reach out find her on facebook um, find her website we mentioned at the end and yeah enjoy (music) Well, thanks for coming on today, Mel. Um, I guess we're going to run through a whole bunch of stuff with you today and we'll probably waffle on a lot. But um, I guess the first thing we should start with was, what is your name? How many kids have you got? And what is your business name?
1: Yeah, so my name is Mel Brandt. I have two little girls, Isla and Imani, uh, 7 and 11, both going on 35. And uh, I own Lifestyle Industries and uh, it's a business that helps people build out their uh, business assets and take it to the next level. So
0: I guess the best thing to do would be go back to the start and figure out where you were and why you started in anything and then (laughs) how... You know, we can probably, we don't have to go in depth into the timeline, but we'll skim through it Yeah, and then where you are now. Yeah. So we, okay. We start with what, what you were doing before you got into maybe like online or changing your lifestyle and what that pivotal moment was and what you started in, and then we'll, we'll work our way up from there. <laughs>
1: yeah, for sure. So I mean, yeah, look, I can go all the way back to, you know, I I grew up uh, in that household of, you know, um, poverty mindset, you know, the negative bullshit talk. Um, I grew up with a mum that was a serial body shamer. Um, So, you know, like if you look at it from a mental perspective, I was set up to fail uh, massively right from the start. So, um, you know, I... I left home at 14 years old. Um, I had a, a childhood of, of um, abuse. Uh, and, you know, I really I got off to a really rocky start, like really extremely rocky. You know, I was homeless, um, you know, and drug addicted by the time I was 18 years old. And, you know, things didn't look so great from there. You know, if I was to put those pair of glasses back on again, uh, I was fucked. There was no other way to put it. There was no. There was, there was nothing in my life that was going to change, you know. I was playing out these patterns, you know, the the poor me card because I wasn't born with the tools, you know, or didn't have the parents that even had the tools to be able to teach me how to overcome these things that happen in our life in order to be able to move forward. So, you know, I think the first, God knows, I feel like the first 30 years of my life was uh, just a fumble um, and, you know, I think definitely having my my first daughter was a bit of a game changer. I call her my little miniature handbrake because, you know, it was like the handbrake got ripped on real quick um, as to, you know, what life looked like, you know, like every other young female. Uh, I, I was partying. I was having a great time, um, you remember. know, before I became a mom and... Um, You know, it was at that moment that she came into our life that I was like, whoa, hang on a second, you know, something's got to give. So, you know, by then I had, I definitely got my life back on track. I definitely wasn't having a baby drug addicted. Uh, I'd, you know, I had uh, got my life on track, so-so by then. Um, And, you know, things are starting to look a little better. But mindset wise, you know, I was not driven. I was not in business. I was not motivated. I was none of those things. I was literally just, you know, existing. Um, You know, I was a new mom. I had no idea what I was doing. And that's what every day looked like. It was kind of like, let's just get to the end of the day. Eh, Let's just get to the end of the next day. And that's kind of what it looked like for me, you know, right up. Until sort of, you know, 26, 27 years old. And then uh, a couple of years after that, I had, uh, uh, you know, my first big separation, uh, you know, being a mum and having a separation was a whole new ball ballgame. Um, you know, and all of a sudden, I guess I, I learned all of these things about fending for myself and a little human, uh, which was, was just, like a process
0: of grief in there as well.
1: Oh, uh, I don't even think. To be honest, I think I put that off for a few years. You know, yeah. like it was, I need to get on my feet. I need to get on my feet. And and that's just what I kind of focused on. So, yeah, I didn't really grieve there for a long time. And, uh, you know, I, I think... Uh, you know, it was a, a couple of years later, I, I met my youngest daughter's dad, um, you know, the, uh, the, the whole idea of having two different dads and, you know, that was just not how I wanted it to play out. That's what happened, you know, and we don't always get to choose. Um, well, I mean, you do get to choose, but you're not, it's not always the cards you thought you'd be dealt. Yes. Um, so, you know, I think there was a lot of shame. I had a lot of shame because, you know, I'd heard my mum talking about women like that. Uh, you know, and uh, I had all of these preconceived ideas about what things should look like and what 's right and what 's wrong, but they actually weren 't mine. you know later on in life, I worked out you know this was all this was all stuff i was I was handed um you know and and I think that 's the biggest lesson that i 've learned is you know we are our parents' unfinished business, and you either break the chain or you don 't so you know I chose in that moment when my second daughter arrived you know, things are going to look really different. And my partner at the time worked FIFO. So, you know, we had a really nice life. Finances were there, lifestyle was there, but we traded time for dollars in a massive way. You know, he was gone for six weeks at a time and only home for one. Um, You know, so by the time she was, you know, one, she'd only seen her dad a handful of times. And I'm not quite sure, to be honest, what came over me, but you know, I think it was just a timing thing. I had a girlfriend that was in online business, had no interest in what she was doing whatsoever. Um, <laughs> she had reached out so many times. She's like, you just need to take a look. And I'm like, man, no, nah, no, nah, I'm not doing it. Um, and, you know, I think, you know, maybe the fourth or fifth time that she reached out, bless her, um, I just went, yeah, like let's, uh, whatever. What have I got to lose? I'll um, I'll have a look. So, you know, that in that moment, did, little did I know that that decision to be a little bit more open-minded was going to be an absolute game changer for the next, you know, 10, 11 years of my life. So that's kind of, you know, a little bit of the backstory. You know, I didn't come into this with any experience. I had no idea what I was doing. I had a whole heap of, like you said, Grief to feel, with no idea when I was gonna feel it. I had a heap of shame that I was carrying around, and I had these two little girls that I was like, "Oh my god, these these kids don't come with a rule book or a manual or any of this stuff." Um, so you know, I was I was really just doing the best that I could with what I had. Um, and then you know, life again took a turn for the for the worst again and uh, and I became a single mom of two little girls um, and it was in that moment where I think I'd already, I'd stepped in these shoes before and I just went like, whoa, what's not working? Like what's going on here? Um, you know, and I needed to do a lot of soul searching and I needed to do a lot of uh, work on, you know, boundaries and you know, all the things that we want and that we don't want um, but I now had two little girls that were looking up to me for some type of direction, I guess you could call it. Um, And I decided in that moment that I would never, ever say to my children, no, you can't have, or we could have had the life, but I couldn't be bothered or I gave up. Um, So it kind of became a non-negotiable for me to, to work out what business needed to look like moving forward and um
0: how long did it take you to really get the ball rolling to the point where you felt like you definitely made the right decision with business oh god oh, that's online not... is like that. i know i remember so i remember you i've been following you on facebook for like i don't even know how long i don't even know how you ended up on my facebook it's been ages that's cool. that's and, cool. um you've just kind of been I just I think you were doing one thing and then you switched from that to another and then you stopped doing all of that all together and then now you're doing something else so um
1: yeah well yeah so I started my first company and then I I stayed with that and then I've I've switched over so there was only that one transition um but yeah I think look you know if I was to tell my story a lot of people would be like ah, it doesn't always happen like that, and it doesn't. But I, I had success in my business quite quickly um, because I'm the type of person that when I decide I'm all in, I'm all in. Like every limb, every piece of my being is is on board. So um, when the journey started for me, I quit my job. Uh, I was I was just working a nine to five in an office at the time. Uh, I just quit straight away. Uh, And I just went, wow, nothing like being dropped in the hot seat, uh, which is kind of where I work best. So I did that. um, So I had no choice but to make it work. So for me, you know, I think I earned a thousand dollars in my first month, which was huge. You know, it was massive because here's this online space, you know, that everyone talks about and I had no idea what I was doing. And all of a sudden, you know, it had given me a check um so I just went oh okay wow if I can do a thousand I can do two you know I can do five um so for me you know that journey and I, I started in network marketing um you know in that place where I didn't want to be but I kind of got the green light to be able to build my business however I wanted to so no in-home parties no none of that stuff you know it was literally yeah. all just attraction marketing um and using- well, you don't
0: like you're not one of those people to really be fake about anything either so it wouldn't really work for you to host a party for a whole bunch of people <laughs> you know or don't care about like you're only going to want to help and support the people you care about so
1: yeah yeah and I think you know it's it's outdated now you know it was a business structure that might have worked 10-15 years ago but it doesn't work now for me okay. I don't think yeah, I don't think that that model works anymore. So, you know, I definitely was, I wasn't the pioneer of, of doing network marketing online, but it was very fresh then. You know, about six and a half years ago, it was still really new. Um, so I kind of got in at a perfect time. Um, you know, I created a brand. I created a community um, where, you know, my only focus was to raise women up. I don't care where you come from. I don't care what your goals are. We're all in it together, you know, and there's no no one bigger or smaller than, than anyone else. So, you know, no matter where anybody that crossed my path was heading, I was all in on their vision. You know, it wasn't about me. Um, It was about, it was about them. So we created a a pretty massive community. And, you know, I ended up with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of franchisees, you know, underneath me worldwide, um, which saw me hit the top of the company uh, 18 months later. So I'd created a, a six-figure income online in 18 months with no freaking idea what I was doing but I was heart driven you know I think that's the difference is I would still be sitting up at 9, 10 o'clock at night hustling to help my team cross the line um, because that bonus was going to allow her to quit her job or that bonus was going to allow her to Put her child in daycare for one extra day so she could stay portionally sane, um, you know, like whatever it was. I'm like, I'm all in, right there beside you. And I honestly think it doesn't matter what you do if you're not genuine and you're not loyal to the outcome for whoever it is in your team, in your business, whatever. You're gonna fail every single time mm-hmm. if you're if you're money driven, as in all you see is a person and a figure. Um, you're going to have problems moving forward. So I learned that very, very quickly from, you know, some face-down moments where my business was, you know, peaking and then it fell uh, and I was like, whoa, 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 hang on. (laughs) on a second i'm like it's like trying to grab all your shopping falling out of the trolley uh and i was like whoa hang on we need to do something different and immediately put those changes in place and the business took off again so you know i had some massive face down moments as well where you know i learned some really valuable expensive lessons too
0: so what made you step from that to this like what what your transition through that
1: Yeah, so obviously network marketing, um, you know, it it was really about, for me, I became, you know, an online ambassador, like a brand ambassador for this company. And, um, you know, I really became a a voice for women who hadn't maybe got there yet, you know, uh, women who, who were still finding theirs. So what I found in that process was I was teaching people how to grow business online. That's what I was doing, but I was doing it in a network marketing situation. Um, so, you know, uh, I was making a hell of a lot of money for that company and, um, you know, and not being able to have the full reins, I guess it was, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to blow it up on all sorts of levels, but you know, there was definitely restrictions. So, um, I realized that I'd actually been doing marketing the whole time because that's how I I built my business. But I wanted to really bring something to the marketing industry that's different. Um, There's a lot of people out there at the moment that are promising you the world, you know, and they're charging thousands and thousands of dollars for these programs and they're not being delivered. You know, you get thrown into a, a course or a program where you've got to go work it out for yourself. Um, and I remember it happening to me so many times and some of the investments were thousands, you know, six to $8,000 and I got dumped into a program and, you know, I could get on a group chat if I wanted to once a month, but you know what, that didn't help me at 10pm while I had that question you know, or that didn't help me when I needed to, you know, I had the, the drive that day to make some epic shit happen. And I couldn't do it because I actually didn't have the support that I needed. I had 500 videos that I could watch, two kids and and a business, two businesses by this stage to run. So... You know, it wasn't feasible. So I saw a massive gap in this industry where there's a hell of a lot of people who want, like, who want to have an online business. They want a side hustle. They want to quit their job, but they don't actually have the knowledge, you know, or the skills to be able to go and build all of the things that you need. I mean, as you would know, there's a shit ton of business assets that you need, you know, websites and funnels and, you know, even just registration pages and Facebook and, you know, all these types of things where, um, you know, I really wanted to to build some epic programs that would take people from exactly where they're at, you know, once they reach their glass roof with what they know, and, you know, help them blow it up in that next level. And I was really proud to get a message the other day from a client. She had a couple of wines and uh, she was feeling, you know, completely stoked with what we've delivered, you know, in a four-month period for her that's she's been waiting two and a half years and I would say close to $50,000 in investments um, to be basically kicked to the curb and not get the results that she needed. So, you know, it's a really cool feeling to be able to take someone, you know, four months later and go, here, you know, here's everything that you needed um, and and watch her business now shine. So it's, I love that bit. I love that bit of watching people go, oh my God, my vision's come to life.
0: And do you have any specific people that you really enjoy working with? Like, I know you'll work with anyone, but is there
1: yeah, so I think, um, you know, I definitely get a lot out of um, working with people who are full of doubt, you know, and I think a lot of us start there. Um, you know, I love working with the people that, you know, maybe it's the self-doubt or maybe it's the, uh, you know, who am I to be that person? And, you know, I think with, with what I teach and, and what we build, you come out, you will not be the same person on the other end, which is really, really, really cool to be able to hands-on heart say that I can guarantee that your life um, will will not look the same, nor will your business. So, um, yeah, I think it's, um, you know, I've definitely worked with some really, really cool people. Um, I've loved being alongside um, some really powerful women, Uh, really, really powerful women. Uh, One of my mentors is one of the most powerful women in network marketing. But, you know, it's not as though when you catch up with these people, it's not as though you sit there and talk about network marketing, you know. Like that was their journey. That's how they got to where they are. Um, But what I love is that, you know, when I started this business, you know, either one of them, when I started them, you're usually about five touch points away from the people that you want to be around, you know, all the famous people or, you know, people of massive influence. And as your business starts to grow and as you dive all in and literally commit, you actually get closer to those people um so for me now, you know, my touch points have become one or two touch points away from people like Tony Robbins, you know, um, massive, massive influences that have, you know, had success on crazy, crazy levels. But, you know, you really start to rub shoulders with people who um, they just play on another level, you know, and they want the best for you. And it really helps you be the best coach mentor friend mom you know person um that you can be because your circle starts to change you really start to level up and you you don't put up with the things that you used to which is really really cool in a way so
0: as you start to reach higher like your i guess your circle changes right like so when i started my business it was a, i was just a pt in a park um, really, and all I wanted to do was help mums not hate themselves and um have adult conversations on the daily yeah. and <laughs> yeah. strangle their children. Um, you know, yeah. there's more to life than being a snack bitch. So um yeah, I really worked hard at that, but I felt so alone that I um mm-hmm. used to go and hang out with the owner of Jets, Lola. Jets in Nambour, she's epic, she's an ex-detective she's super hilarious chick and our business was just so different, like so like worlds apart different, Mm. but I felt really alone and she felt super alone. So I'd go and hang out with her. And then after a while, like you start talking with people who are higher and not, not higher up in the food chamber, like higher up, you know, and now I'm spending, you know, I spent my whole last night on the phone to um, not last night, the night before, on the phone to like, Keegan Smith and, and people like yeah. that. And it makes yeah. a massive difference when you start. And
1: does.
0: you've got to invest to get into those areas, yes. right? into those networks.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's probably one, you know, really, really good point is that what I do see a lot of is people who have this vision, and the vision's big. But they expect to get there from free courses and free programs, and I'm I'm just going to tell you it's never going to happen um, because you purposely only get so much. You have to go all in, and you know every time I invested, I can hand on heart say that I did not have the money. I had to borrow the money. I had to. I had to find a way. Um, but every single time, that investment has paid off tenfold. Um, you know, it's definitely been worth it. So it's not that you know you hang out with people that are higher on the food chain. You start hanging out with people that are a higher vibration. Um, they're very, very aware of what they bring to the table. They're very aware of the person that they are and what they have to offer. Yeah. Uh, so you start to hang out with people that have things to give rather than people that have things to take. Um, And, you know, I know that, God, the first 25 years of my life was people that, they, you know, were taking. It was, you know, it was all about what can you give me? Um, And now, you know, business looks very different and and the attitude now is how can I serve you? Um, So, you know, I love that and I love helping people get to that point where it's, it's fucking not about you anymore you know and the more people you can help the the more you will win without a doubt every single time
0: yeah and so I guess another question it's an issue that I deal with all time is imposter syndrome like how many times did you come across that within your journey because I think that's a really hard thing to overcome is like you know is you actually sometimes self-sabotage when you get to a point because you're like fuck I don't like who who, Who? like I don't deserve this who is this
1: I think I only just had a moment probably 10 minutes before I got on this. You know, I was like, but you fucking make out like you're so important. Like, <laughs> who the fuck are you? Who are you? What? Yeah, and I was like, whoa, hang on a minute. And I think, you know, the more you learn and the more you invest in, in learning these things, you can acknowledge a thought like that and be like, uh, yeah, that's bullshit, we're moving on, you know, Um, so you can kind of move through it. But I guess what really upset me in the start was I used to hear a lot of people say, fake it till you make it. And uh, I listened. Of course, I didn't know anything else. I was like a little puppy dog, you know, at at puppy school learning how to sit for the first time. I was just like, okay, yes, sir, no, sir, three bags full. Um, But, you know, as I started to uh, grow a set, I guess you could say, um, you know, I started to stand in my power and I was like, hang on a second, like this doesn't really work because this is what's happening now is, and I feel as though this was a very, very strong message when I started online, and fake it till you make it. And there's a lot of people now, a lot of people now that are making false claims, a lot of people that are acting as if their life is better than it is. Um, And, you know, that gets people to buy in to whatever they're doing, their business, their program, their whatever. And this is where the false hopes and dreams are coming into it, where people can't deliver what it is that they're promising. So, you know, I think the imposter syndrome is very, very real. There will be times where, you know, you are, you're like, who the hell am I? Like, what? you just, you're just a, um, you know, you're just a, a high school dropout. But, you know, I think, you know, there's times where you have to stand in your power as well and you have to go, hey, hang on a second, you know, um, you're you're not your thoughts. Um, So, yeah, there's definitely imposter syndrome. But I think, you know, at the start of your business, there is a certain amount of, I wouldn't even know what word you would give it, but there's a certain amount of excitement that you need to create because if you're bringing people with you, you need to create the excitement of where you're going. Yeah. Um, not necessarily about what you have. And I think this is where people are getting it wrong. They're like, I'm earning blah, blah. And it's false. It's it's crap. But rather getting people excited for where you're going. So I used to take photos. Um, I walked into Pandora and I put on a ring. It's actually this ring that I'm wearing now. <laughs> and I remember taking a photo of it and I put on my Facebook, God damn, I can't wait for my next bonus. Now that was like, ring or something, right? Nothing crazy. It was one of those things that I was just attracted to and I had to have it. And, you know, it was one of those moments. And and the reason I still wear it now is because you need to stay humble for, for where you've come from. And, you know, $199 was something that I was, I couldn't purchase at the time. And I was extremely excited for my bonus to be able to cover that. So I never, ever said oh my God, look what I got. You know, I never ever said, oh, check this out. I was like, I can't wait for my next bonus. So I kind of pre-framed it as in, you know what, this is what I'm doing and I'm really excited and hey, I get paid bonuses. So yeah. you can kind of be really smart with the way that you do it so you're not leading people on. But also, again, you know, I'm a doer. So it was 110% on my radar that I was going to go back and buy that damn ring. Yeah. And I was then going to put it on my socials and be like, oh, my God, check this out. And it's not in a way where it's like, look what I got, but I very much shared my wins and my losses and my face plans and my fuck it moments. I shared them all, all of them. Yeah. Um, And I think that's what built me a lot of respect in the online space is that what you see is what you get very much. So, and if I say I'm doing it, you best watch because I'm doing it, (laughs) you know? Um, So, and I think that's, yeah, it's important, especially when you're coaching or mentoring that you're actually walking your own talk.
0: I think one of the biggest parts about building our business here at Move is we started in this like foot like on a football club deck where there'd be broken glass after a home game and i'd have to sweep and babies would fall off this ledge like crawling babies like this and we had one that literally skinned from like there to there terrible and um i just remember going home to my partner and being like i can't i can't have children there anymore it's like at a point where it's just not safe and i have enough clients that if i did it like this i could make this much money and i could pay rent and then i know that once i had a space i could add this many more members so like i had a full plan of what I wanted to do. I eventually got into the space. I got into the space and we filled up and I was just like, Oh, and then my landlord came over and was like, well, we did a cash deal. He was a really cool dude. He let me go into the shed and he's like, let's pay month by month. And if it doesn't work, just pack your shit up and leave. And I was like, cool. So we did that and we started doing that. But then he was like, all right, cool. You're actually making money and it's actually a legit business. You don't have any council approval. You don't have this. Like, We're probably not meant to be screwing anything to the walls because that's a non-structural wall and I had squat racks, like rigs bolted in. (laughs) And then I had one toilet and 20, 30 women rocking up to a session, all ones that had just done school drop-off and smashed a coffee. So it was never in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Parking was terrible. And he was like, I've got this other shed and I think you should move. And I was like, cool. And he showed me the plans and I was like, can we move the wall over so I can have an extra hundred square meters? And I remember going back and literally telling my members exactly what I wanted to do with the next space. So I told them at the football club where we were going to next and what my vision for that was, rebranded through a lockdown and all this other crazy shit and then the vision for this space and now it's real like it's super Mm -hmm. real but I've had so much buy-in from my members and that's just me owning a gym that's not even me coaching someone else in a business aspect but just being honest and genuine and authentic what you want to achieve and having people buy in on the vision with you not bragging that you know I have a 400 square facility now after only three years we're about to hit three hundred thousand dollars this year it's that we it's the fact that I've had the ability to let all my members in on exactly what I want to achieve.
1: Yeah, it's so true. And you know, I think that's the thing is I always casted a vision of where we were going. You know, whether or not we were chasing a a club amount because in the the network marketing, you know, it's clubs that you had to have. Um, but you know, in order to have a club, you needed to raise another business up. So in order for me to reach the position that I did with the company that I did. I'd actually built hundreds of businesses, hundreds and hundreds of businesses alongside that business owner. You know, I was invested in, in what they needed and trust is built in small moments, you know, and if I said I was doing it, i delivered and I still do that to this day and, and this is why my programs are standout There's there is nothing else like it that I've seen um, in, in what you get and the promises that are made, but what's delivered in the end is is probably we over deliver, you know, which is still really cool that we can do that. Like you so, to be an
0: overachiever, hey? That doesn't sound like you to be an
1: overachiever. Ah, talking about, but yeah, you know, it's and you know there is times where you know, I've had people say to me who I thought were, you know, really driven business owners say to me like, oh, you know, you need to fucking slow down. And no, no, like, this is how I function. I, I function in high stress. I function under massive pressure. Um, and I'm good. Like, I've created a life where I don't feel like I need a holiday from it, and you know, people see me working constantly, but I'm so lit up by this stuff, and you know, you would know the feeling. Uh, I'm I'm just so lit up by it that I could sit here till midnight every single night and be back in here at 4 a.m. and have no problems with it. Yeah. Um, so I think when you when you get to that stage, um, you know, where you understand that you know you found your purpose and your passion and they align like to me that's success you know it doesn't matter that you know I earn more in a month than what most people do in a year that shit doesn't matter to me it's such a massive bonus and it gives me and my family choices but it allows me to be a better businesswoman it allows me to be able to you know help my team grow so you know I'm really proud to you know, um, we've got uh, seven people on our team at the moment and I'm really proud to be able to say to, you know, a couple of those women who are actually friends of mine and we've we've done business this whole entire time. They actually came from the network marketing business over, um, you know, and they wanted to continue working with me and I've said to them, my goal is to retire you from your job um, and and have you doing this full time because you know they're they con- they're content creators now you know they're making stuff on Canva and you know like they're literally just creating stuff all day and she she says to me I just can't believe that I get paid for this um, and I'm like yeah actually it's a pretty rad position that you've got but you know I've been able to take all of my face plants and all of my shit moments and, you know, all of those late nights and early mornings and create a business now that has now been able to open up doors for for many other women who want to be in the online space, but might not necessarily, you know, want to be in network marketing or whatever. So, you know, I think that's something really to be proud of as well is that, you know, you build a successful business, but you build a successful business that then offers, you know, people, complete lifestyle change um that's that's pretty cool so
0: in your journey so far what's like your big three i call them gold nuggets so like or takeaways or learnings or like what are your like or if you were to start your own business what would be like something that you really need to know about like so what's three gold nuggets that you could probably give me i mean you give me more if you want but three is always a good number
1: yeah look i'll overachieve i might try and give you four but (laughs) Oh, no, no, I probably won't. But um, uh, I think the biggest one is you know, you no matter how big your vision is, find somebody who can actually help you get there, yeah. not just help you have a program in front of you to or go. Just like get your mind. Mom- <laughs> yeah. <or get> someone- <laughs> Yeah, like I think, like I said, there's a lot of things out there at the moment where, oh, you know, we're going to teach you X, Y, Z. But you know what? That X, Y, Z, it's actually probably going to take you a couple of years to learn. The course might take six weeks to complete, but I can guarantee you that putting it into action and learning and failing and learning and failing, it's going to take you years. So you're not actually going to get the outcome that you're looking for. So do your research massively on who you work with hugely you know and I've learned that lesson um it sounds great when they're on the call and you know they've pinned you and you're on a sales call and you know the pressure's on and what they're selling you sounds amazing and it sounds like what you need just ask yourself one more time is it exactly what I need right now is it going to get me to the next point so is it the needle mover? Um, because I think we get caught up in shining object syndrome, which I suffer from greatly. Um, but, you know, I think in your early days of building business, you can't really have shining object syndrome because you don't have the funds coming in to be able to do that. You know, I'm lucky enough now that, you know, I can go and build loads and loads of different shiny things um, and, and you know, we're still good. But in the early days, that's going to be detrimental to your business. So making sure I think, you know, number one would be that if you're going to invest, make sure you're investing in something that's going to move the needle. There's a lot I feel, of I feel fluffy, like- fluffy manifesting mindset stuff out there as well you know and it's like that's great getting your mindset in check is like it's so incredibly needed but is it going to earn you money
0: yeah (laughs) you know um and I feel like working one-on-one with someone or working more personally is better than doing just a course and like it might cost you even double the amount but it's going to get you more accountability you're going to take action faster and it's going to be tailored to exactly what you need so yeah. I definitely agree yeah. with that 100 And I have learned that myself too. Yeah.
1: And you end up with a bit of a, like, business BFF because yeah. you've got, and this is what I created with my programs is, you know, you've got somebody legit there every time you would pick up the phone to talk to your best friends throughout a day is is what you get, you know, in that yeah. person that's helping you move the needle. So, of course, the outcome is is greatly, you know, um, better because you've got someone actually, uh, I liken it to a bit of a horse race, you know, like uh, you're, you know, you're the horse and my job is just to steer you. Like, no, 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 no. That's the guide rail. We're going to come back over here. Oh, no, 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 not that way. You know, you've literally got someone steering you when you're like, oh, what about? Oh, hey, what? I don't know. You know, they're like, just keep pulling you back in line and and pulling you back in line can can be the difference between you succeeding and you burning out before you even get there because you're doing all the things. So that would definitely be, that's a really long number one. But that's number one. The second one is, um Definitely learning, especially in, and, you know, I'm talking about online more so, um, but attraction marketing rather than selling, you know, building a brand, building a vibe, building a style. I mean, people, some people don't even know what my business is called these days, but they know me. Like even, like you said, you know, you, you know what I am about. You don't even necessarily know my business name right now or know my program or whatever, but you know what I'm about and you know the type of person that I am because we've built that trust over god knows how long i didn't even know that that was happening so that's a perfect example that you know people are watching you and you don't you don't even necessarily know what impact you're having you know every time you get vulnerable every time i mean i don't know how many lives i've cried on like and i'm literally as soon as i stop the live i'm like oh my god you idiot people are going to think you're an idiot and then i'm like you know what whatever whatever so oh, so I think, being authentic. yeah yeah i think that you know the attraction marketing is massive but in order to have successful attraction marketing you have to you got to go all in on like you said the authentic the shit bits the good bits you know um but people have to see you doing the do so that's a big one i think um that's where you build a lot of trust you've got to have the runs on the board you know, and whether or not, like you said, you you might not not have necessarily, you didn't have a successful gym before you started a gym, but your confidence in where you were going is what takes people with you, you know. They got confident because you were confident and you didn't give up on a bad day and they saw that. So, you know, you don't necessarily have to have the runs on the board as in financially, but you have to be walking the talk. And if you're a quitter, business, and online business is, it's definitely not for you. Like it's it's definitely not. Um, so you know, and I'm really forward about that, especially with my clients. Or you know, like if you already feel like you want to quit eight weeks in, then this this certainly ain't the program for you because my programs are not for the faint hearted. Um, you know, so yeah, I think that's that's number two would be you know making sure that you you nail the attraction marketing with authenticity. Mm-hmm. Three. I hear this word a lot and it shits me to tears, but I'm going to say it. It's balance. It kind of doesn't fucking exist. <laughs> um, and I'm just going to shoot it to you straight. Balance fucking schmalance is what I say. Uh, like, no, it doesn't really exist. But what you do need to have, if we were to kind of, you know, put a pretty little bow on this, would be you need to be aware of your surroundings, you know. I think there was many, many a days where I could have been a better mum because I was like, Shh, "I'm on a call, Shh, be quiet, Shh, sit there, Shh, put your iPad on," you know. Um, I could have been more aware. Um, you know, that I was so invested in what I was doing that day that it probably, you know, I, maybe I wasn't the best mum that day. So I think, you know, I see things a lot differently now. Um, you know, I tend to try and book my days in between those school hours and I, I'm, you know, pretty much not available, um, you know, unless you're a client, um, I'm, I'm really not available you know, um, outside those hours. So, you know, having some really healthy boundaries um, has been probably a game changer for me probably only in the last six to eight months um, as my business went through massive, massive um, scale mode um, and things changed very, very quickly. I was like, whoa, if I don't get a hold on this now, this thing is going to drive me into the ground because it can, you know, and, I, and I'm sure that you'll agree if you don't get a rap on your business and it does boom and you are, you know, lucky with the outcome that you get if, if you don't get a hold of it, it will floor you. Um, it will absolutely floor you. So I that's... Think, I
0: think also, like, if you
1: do decide to
0: go all in and you go on balls to the walls and you're putting time in at 10 o'clock at night and whatever, and, you you know, you are allocating time, like, you do need to have some other things. So I call them your absolutely must-get-dones or your daily freedoms. Stole directly from Keegan Smith. Um, but his, his philosophy around it is really good. But I turned it into a part of my parenting as well. Is like, so I spend half an hour... It's only half an hour, but it makes such a difference in my relationship mm-hmm. with my son. We spend half an hour without any technology and no interruptions. We literally just go and pick whatever toys he wants to play with, and I just drive race cars around on the floor. Is what happens most of the time. Yeah, okay. Otherwise, what happens is you spend that time on the floor with your phone in your hand, and yeah, yeah and like that's. What, so I, I agree a hundred percent with what you're saying in regards to setting boundaries and making sure. But mm-hmm. also, if you are going to go balls to the wall at the start, set yourself a time limit. Be like yeah. all right i'm gonna go as hard as i can for 12 months and if i can't find a way to scale back what i need to or to make this work better for me then i need to find something else or but i
1: think oh. also you know knowing what you know and knowing what i know about business i can honestly say that if your business isn't earning you a really nice wage in 12 months time you've got your wrong fucking coach yeah so like I mean, like, you need advocate. to go get
0: you need yeah. to go get there's something not working and you need to yeah. go get help from someone else. Yeah. That's when you go, all right, I'm going to go hard for 12 months. I've got this really good coach. This yeah. is my intentions. This is my vision. And if you mm-hmm. get to a point, it's not earning you the money where you can do what you need to do to make sure that you are a good parent and a good business owner. Then I 100% believe you need more support because that's the yeah. message I
1: made. Yeah, and I think you've got to be careful with loyalty as well. Like, I think sometimes we stay loyal to people because, oh, you know, I've worked with this coach for six months and blah, 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 but let's have a look at the fucking needle movers. Like, let's have a look at the actual figures, um, you know, what's happened, what's moving, what's not. So that, for me, is a driving force with my clients. <laughs> yeah, I write it down every week. Every week that we talk, I'm like, how much money have you made? You know, what, where are we at? What are we doing? Because if you're not making money, I'm useless. I'm useless in your life and I actually don't want to coach you. If you're not making money, I don't, I don't want this because this, this is going to cost you more than what you're making and that's not cool, you know. So I think as a coach as well, you know, you've got to be, you've got to find someone that is like that, you know, where they're like, if I'm not making you money, I'm certainly not taking it off you. And there's not a lot of them out there right now. They will bleed you freaking dry. Um, so, yeah, I think massive, you know, I just want to keep bringing that awareness, like be careful because, you know, there is a lot of bullshit out there at the moment. Um, there's a lot of piss and wind. There's a lot of smoke and whistles going on. Um, so just, you know, do your research. So um, the last one I would end with, is that going to be four? It is. Look at you guys. Setting high goals and going. know. So, um, four would be. Four would be. Now I think I've got five. So, four would be um, choose very wisely who sits at your table. And that's personally and professionally. Um, I learned a really valuable lesson only 16 months ago. Uh, that I did not see coming most people would have never seen this one coming Um, and it it floored me I I actually lost everything Um, 16 months ago I lost everything I my kids didn't even have a bed Uh, we lost the lot like the lot so you know that was I think a massive part that I might have missed out um, was yes I've built the businesses and yes I've had the success but I, I lost a lot and I've managed to rebuild um, you know to exponential amounts per year in a very very short amount of time so every time you fail you're failing forward you're not failing like you're it's actually little tiny steps where now when I fell to the ground literally I fell to my fucking knees in tears this time like it, it almost ended me. Uh, and you know what? When I got back up, there was a moment where I actually scared myself. I was like, whoa, who is this woman? Like, you're badass, but this like, this bitch is scary. Because I, I'd hit the ground that many times that this time I was like, look out. Look yeah out you know and i was i was able to scale 30 40 50 months in in a four month period um, because everything i've learned i put back into action and i think that's you know something that i'm extremely proud of now you know to stand in my power and say i'm an extremely powerful coach because if i can do that for my business i can do that for anyone that comes into my into my arena so choose very wisely who sits at your table because even some of your Most uh, what you think are people you need to be loyal to and that's family, that's your best friend, you know, people that have been around sometimes, not in all cases, I'm not a best friend hater, um, but, you know, sometimes these people can be drilling holes in your boat. Uh, and you, you've got to watch that stuff. So, you know, if someone's not stoked for you or where you're going or, you know, every now and then they're just a little bit negative on that program you're building or that thing you're doing, they're red flags. But every single one of them is a little red flag um, and you get to choose, you know, how many of those you're going to be flying at your, uh, at <laughs> your you know, soiree party when you reach wherever it is that you're heading. So, You know, that was a massive thing for me. I stayed very, very loyal um, to to a lot of situations that I should have let go. And I honestly believe that they held me back, uh, you know, a little bit. So, you know, God knows what things would have looked like otherwise. But, you know, again, massive belief that you are exactly where you need to be as well. So even though there are some tough lessons you needed to be there. You were standing there for for that exact reason. But it's it's getting the lesson and learning from it and moving forward. So don't get the lesson and go fucking oh, do it again. Um, so you know that that was a massive one for me. And I think in business, you know, I can clearly see it now. I can clearly see who's on my side um you know just out of awareness and body language and you know all these things you learn along the way I can tell you whether someone's going to pay or not um you know by body language so you know these things are they're game changers if you can learn them if you can learn somebody's body language and you know verbiage that you need to use in order to make someone feel comfortable enough to invest with you you're unstoppable. psychology of sales right unstoppable. And I've actually never done a course. I've, I've never, ever, ever done a course on it. It's just something that is, you know, supernatural. Um, I think when you're real about what it is you deliver and you trust in what you deliver and you believe in what you deliver, you actually get probably what's in all of those courses. You actually get it naturally. Um, but yeah, I think that's, that's the biggest thing is I've seen a lot of people Uh, And that that was the hardest part about building a network marketing business. Um, The hardest thing I've ever seen, and I still see it now uh, in my coaching business, is people that have a dream and they let someone without a fucking dream squash theirs. Mm. Yeah, it's really hard to watch. It's really hard to watch. You, you know, you have a Zoom call with, you know, with a woman, and she's she's fucking glowing, you know, because all of a sudden she's she's clear on what's next and what we got to do, and you know, and then she goes and asks her husband if she can invest, and it's a big fat no, you know, and 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 that's
0: literally the start of my business. I've had conversations with my partner. We nearly separated. He wanted me to close the business and then he would see me come home from work vibing because I helped someone backspot ass grass when yeah. they couldn't even get past a chair height and they people would lose weight and people yeah. would the favorite part of my job as a coach in the in the gym is like mindset changes and like people who fucking hate their job and they go and quit and they go and do what they actually love or people who save money and pay off bills like and prioritize their health and their their wellness and you know yeah. I've some of my clients in here invest in crypto and silver and stuff like that which is sick and yeah. that is like more important to me than half the movements but my partner mm-hmm. could see that it was lighting me up and i was very lucky that my partner was able to grow with me in my journey yes. as well. otherwise i would be way back where whereas now he's like just gave me 50k permission to invest 50k in whatever i wanted
1: nice and nice and you know i think that's the thing is you know you would have seen, and let's use that as an example, you would have seen those little red flags, right, and gone, oh, that's not great, that's not great. But because he was willing to grow with you, you guys could move through that. But I think there's a lot of people, like, if you actually go and have a look at the red flags, you are exactly are oh. for the reason yeah. that you've given your power away. Um, you Sometimes know. your red flags are from people that you think you would never get red flags from. hmm it can be really oh man that's a whole another podcast (laughs) it's a whole another podcast but i could give you some red flags that (laughs) um man it'll make you yeah it'd make anyone be like what the actual f you know um massive massive oh, my God, moments from people that have been in my life for, you know, 15 years. Um, But, you know, again, they're lessons that you need to learn and you need to listen to them and and put them into action. So that's my top tips. I think, you know, go balls to the wall because the time's going to pass anyway. You've actually got nothing to lose. And apart from money, which is an exchange of energy, you want more money uh, you're going to have to exchange some more energy. So, you know, how are you going to level up? What are you going to do more of and how are you going to do it better?
0: Cool. Thank you so much for chatting yeah. with me. It's actually been really, really fun. Um,
1: yeah. I'm keen to come and hang out. Let's do this after the grass. <laughs> this old woman can hardly even bend. Come on, let's do it. I I'll, I'll have to, you know, after this lockdown is over, I will have to... Um, yeah, we'll come and hang out and, um, and you know, do some squatting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, can, we can get you
0: moving and feeling less brittle.
1: <laughs> if anyone wanted to
0: go and follow what you do or interested in inquiring with you, where could they find you?
1: Yeah, so look, just shoot me a message on Facebook. You know, I'm not one of these people that, you know, now I earn a certain amount, I'm non-contactable and you need to talk to my team. That's uh, that's definitely not me. So shoot me a message on Facebook. I'd, I'd love to have a chat to you about where you're at. I do offer um, free strategy sessions and it's it's literally, there is no catch. I will literally give you what I think you could do in order to scale your business. And if you want to do it with me, great. If you want to go off and, and do it yourself, that's totally mine as well so i like i said i'm i'm all in to watch you win uh if i can help you make that happen then i'm keen but if you want to go and do it by yourself then you know i still support you um yeah. so yeah definitely reach out otherwise you can go to lifestyleind.com and uh you can have a bit of a browser around there's heaps of free documents and stuff on there you can download as well um, to help you with you know business social media that type of stuff Sick. thank you so much you're welcome All right.